First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Here we go, the third and final hour of uh, the big Monday kickoff of the week. We got Sex Monday coming up. So for all you people who complain about Mondays, just remember Sex Monday is part of Monday and that makes it better. <laughs> That's why I look <laughs> And at if it. you have sex, it's even better. Yeah, so go right. for it. <laughs> That's a way to get rid of the Monday blues. What? Have some sex, have some love and time. Oh, yeah. You know, that's a good way. Yeah, a but good some way. Days people, this is the, the day that the least likely people are to be in the mood for it. Yeah. If Especially if you've been active over the weekend. Sure. You're like, oh, Depends on your cycle. Darling, let me mm-hmm. rest. Okay. Let me rest. Um, but I don't have any studies or anything. That's just a complete theory mm-hmm. of mine. Okay, so... Uh, the BAFTAs were yes. uh, this weekend, and basically that is the British version of the Oscars. Yes. And it was, it was we had a red carpet. I mean, there was uh, eleven people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we saw eleven. We 11 saw eleven people. stars. Well, it was also because um, the American stars were unable to travel to London, mm-hmm. so Hollywood's people were beamed live into the Royal Albert right. Hall to guest present. And then the people that were like Hugh Grant was there for real, and Priyanka, uh, Priyanka Chopra, Chopra Joe Jonas. They've been living in yes. London, so yes. Um, so like Rose Byrne and Andy Kendrick, but we did see some fashion, and we have some posted. And Priyanka um, Chopra is wearing one oh. of the, not the one with the white pants. No, she wore on the red carpet. The one that the, the other one, the black one that she wore to present in was probably one of the more stunning. It's a two-piece suit with a skirt and a beautiful top. She looks stunning. That to me so. was one of the prettier looks I've seen in a very, very long time. Yes. And you I can agree. check it out on our page. I mean, that was gorgeous. I agree. And, and classy and classic and gorgeous. Cynthia yes. Revo, they put who looked beautiful all the, for all the award shows they put her in this mini dress that was made out of your mother's drapes and Davenport coverings, so it was thick brocade. But the way it hit her, she's very thin. The way it hit her, she looks like a round ball of a Fabergé egg. It just doesn't work. It almost, that material almost looked like glittery felt. It was gross. I mean, felt. Just thick, though. Thick Thicker. material. Yeah, thick, thick, material. thick, thick. Well, anyway, Renee Zellweger, she wore a weird dress, but I... With the seam down the middle of the front, which I don't like seams there. But how about her new tossled kind of She looks beautiful. Raquel her hair, hair is gorgeous. Raquel, she looks gorgeous. Like this hair. It's you would. It's very 60s. Oh, I like that, yeah. It's really, it's really pretty. Sort of on the side. Yeah. 
You could do that. I like could. With some volume. With in some your rollers. Hair. Yeah. With some big rollers. I, I think it's I, yeah. real sexy. I thought it was pretty. Very pretty. Mm-hmm. And Tom Hiddleston looked like just a gingery. Hiddles. Um, He's never done it for me. Oh my gosh. I find him so unattractive. I, I don't know what it is. There's something, though, you know, just about his leanness, I guess. But gosh. anyway, it was kind of a half zoom. Half uh, show sure. because there were people, but but um, there were some unexpected different winners than what we've had over here in some of our award shows. That's right. But making also winning because she made history at the SAG Awards for her performances, the lovable foul mouth grandmother and Lee Isaac Chung's movie Minari, which everyone like tweeted us afterwards and said it's worth the twenty dollars. That movie really so okay because we haven't seen it yet. And she has been acting uh, in Korea for like fifty years, but this is the people, uh, the English audience is really just meeting her. And this really winning this BAFTA, I think, cements her as a front winner for the Academy Awards for supporting actress. But she charms everyone in uh, this. If we can play her acceptance, I'm. Um... Korean actress Yeo Jung Yoon, and I don't know how to say. I'm very honored to be nominated. I'm the no, I'm, I'm the winner now. I'm the winner. And <laughs> um, oh, first expression, I'd like to express my deep condolence for your Duke of Edinburgh, and Aww. thank you so much for this award. Uh, Every award is meaningful, but this one, especially recognized by British people, known as very snobbish people, and they <laughs> approve me as a good actor. So I'm very, very privileged and happy. And thank you, thank you so much. Thank you for the voter who bought me. Thank you very much, Bafta. Very much. That was. Especially for the snobby British people to recognize <laughs> me. me. I mean, it was blunt in the best possible way. So and cute. Lovely to acknowledge Prince Philip with the formal title. She just, she's a front runner. Yeah. For sure. In this movie, for, we have to see. Because yes. we have two weeks before the Academy yes, Awards are the 24th. So we have two weeks before. And Anthony Hopkins won Best Supporting Actor okay, for now, The Father. All right. What is going on? Because Anthony is active on Insta and Twitter. He's okay. not afraid of social media. Okay. okay. He is not one of these uh, uh, 80-somethings who's not going on Twitter. But he won the BAFTA for Best Actor in The Father, which I haven't seen it yet. Neither I know have I. a couple people who have, have and said it's very good. It is about dementia. It is. And Olivia Coleman. It from the crown, right? And Broadchurch is in it, but he's the oldest ever BAFTA winner. He frankly deserves the Oscar too, as much as um, you know, um, Chadwick Boseman, right? That's who he's nominated. up against, right? He's, in the best supporting actor role, and even though he's the oldest, Chadwick will never have a chance to win an Oscar. Right? Against. He's going to win the Oscar, and his performance in, I guess, The Father was adapted into a movie from a play. Okay, and it's. Roger Freeman said it is one of the best movies of the year. I know. Minari, The Father, those are two I really want to see. And Promising Young, Young Woman, Woman, that director won for Best Screenplay, I which we Kendall. haven't seen yet. Right. But getting back to... Um, Anthony Hopkins. Anthony okay. Hopkins, he didn't show up on Zoom. He didn't show up at the SAG Awards on Zoom. He wasn't at the Golden Globes. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't like The Zoom. time change, six hours ahead. It, it Maybe being in the United States he, was too much for him. I think he was in Wales. Oh, 
All right, I'm trying to give him an excuse. So He's he might old. not be back in L.A. for the Oscars, is what I'm saying. Someone on his team should sort this out. All right, well, you worry about that. And Carrie Mulligan definitely campaigning for an Oscar because they, you know, they're still voting. Cause right. She hosted SNL this weekend, and no one watched. But that's an Oscar campaign move. Oh yeah, right. And right. That means she's here. And she brought her, her husband and to play guitar, the kids and they're going to quarantine. But I mean, this is all because she's going to be at Union Station for the Oscars because they live in England. Yes, they live in London. So I, her opening was really funny. The cold open of a Minnesota Minnesota news station that was funny. It was hysterical. It was just, I have to admit, it was hysterical. It was a good SNL yeah. this week, and Kid uh, Cuddy was great. He wore a. I like both the songs. Is it Cuddy? Is that you say? I, I, I think I it I is. Don't even know. I think it's Kid Cuddy. Anyway, he wore a shirt with John Candy from SNL under his loved it jacket, and then he wore this beautiful dress. floral cocktail dress. Yeah, but both songs were good. But hosting SNL during award season is a hundred percent campaign. All right, stop. all right, got and it. She had on the most fabulous pink suit, fuchsia, fuchsia, oh. gorgeous pink suit. I loved it. High pants mm-hmm. and then a low crop jacket. Mm-hmm. Jacket, so there's just a strip of skin. That's like where I would show my skin. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, you know, two inches under your breasts and three inches above your belly button. And I thought her whole um, take and riff on how people always mix her up with Michelle Williams. Which is serious. It's serious. And then the spoof of the English movie. Yeah. Because you know, she was nominated for an education when oh, she was like that? 23 yes. years old. Okay. All right. And um, what's his name? Sarsgaard, who's married to May- Gyllenhaal. Or Scar- what is that guy's name? Not Sarsgaard. Bill. Bill. What's his name? Yeah, you can see. He yeah, was I know. in that movie with I know. Anyway, I know. But she, she, she was really good. So I don't know. Am I the only one who watched SNL? Yep. I watched the first skit. You did? Yeah. Did oh. you like it? Yeah, that was great. I mean, s- sad, but. Peter yeah. Sarsgaard. Yeah, Peter Sarsgaard. Sarsgaard. Sad, Sad but true. You know, yeah. yeah. And, um, well, I got to tell you, all right. So, did you guys watch any other TV or movies? Because I tried I finished out. Finish the Serpent. Casey okay. and I finished the Serpent. Because I'm stuck. Oh, don't On get stuck. episode Just four. Going. Just keep going. Just keep all right. Going. It's so nasty. There's only eight episodes. Okay. And the, it really. It gets better. It's disturbing. Casey was just like, oh, and then he was like, oh, I'm glad you didn't. All right, I'm, I'm going to, all right, I'll finish. I started The Nevers last night on HBO. And? It's a strange kind of fantasy thing back in the late 1800s and where these women have these magical powers mm-hmm. and then they're trying to do good in the city. It's kind of fun. Yeah. It was really kind of fun. I liked it. People were saying, if you like a Bridgerton, I mean, this is, but with a magical twist. Magical twist. There's not a love angle yet, I don't think, but okay. it's um, but it's fun. And so HBO is going to air the first six episodes this spring and then wait, you know, and air the next one some other time. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing I watched, which is mindless comedy, no rhyme, no reason, no nothing, was Thunder Force with Octavia Spencer and Melissa oh, McCarthy. Yeah. I mean, it's got, if you can make it through the first like eight minutes, but it's kind of a sweet story about these friends from two different paths and how they go on to try to save save Chicago. Yeah. Belfancote Falcone um, Mm -hmm. directed it, wrote it, but it also has um, Bobby Cannavale's in it and, and Justin Bateman. Okay. And he has been Jason Bateman. Gosh. I know he's so he's been the whole thing. I watched the whole thing. It It was just fun. Okay, it was just kind of cute. 
record. I like the the humor in it. It was just sweet. I mean, it's family viewing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Record. Did you I, watch did, I watched Brady? a couple more of the Made for Love on HBO Max. I'm not sure I love it or not, but because it's so short, I'll keep I'll keep at it. All right. You will. But what else did you try to oh, watch? I, so yeah. He texted me late at night. Yeah, I did, and I was like, I'm going through my uh, Turner Classic uh, watch list, and Funny Girl was on, and oh. I know Julia's mm-hmm. a big fan, so and I, so. I watched some of it. I, I kind of fell asleep. I watched some more last night. Uh, I think I'll stick with it. I said you were get ready for the magic of the young Barbara. Because yeah. I'm excited because the people. Oh, yeah. They're all in that. That'll be in it. There's right? all. There's like three of her major hits are in it. Yeah. Um, don't tell me what to do. Piece of butter. You know, don't rain on my parades in it. Um, people's in it. And then one more big one. I can't think but of it's all it about Fanny Bryce, and I don't know a ton about Fanny mm-hmm. Bryce, so I'm I'm kind of excited to learn. Yeah, I, she I always knew she died kind of young. She died at sixty, but I don't know that much about Fanny Bryce. So it's I guess, good. All right, I'll stick it's with good. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the costumes and everything. Ago. I know the costuming and just the everything about an Omar Sharif. You know, yeah, dazzling. It's just dazzling. I like that one. All right, listen, we come back. It's time for the dirt alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hey, Holly, what do you got? Happy Monday. Hey, before we start this Dirt Alert, going back to television recommendations in the previous segment, yeah. Julia, stick with the serpent for the. Re- it gets a little slow in the middle. Yeah, I know. All it's right. so good. Yeah, Did you finish it, Holly? Back. Yeah, I watched the whole thing this weekend. Yeah, yeah so I, did I, I, okay. I think I told you this on Friday when you were leaving. I yes. said, Holly, you got to watch this show. <laughs> yeah, you know, and not knowing anything about the story of the serpent, which is a true story. Wild. Wild story, but yes, uh, stick with it, that and, limited series And on that Netflix. was a BBC yep. production. Yeah. Oh, very, very classy there. Mm-hmm. All right. Celebrity divorces. Kanye West is seeking joint legal and fis- physical custody of his four kids with Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Yeah. So uh, Kanye's response to Kardashian's February divorce filing is basically a mirror image of Kim Kardashian's petition. This according to TMZ. Oh, is she? Did they already have they already agreed on this? Well, uh, she filed for divorce. And these were the things that Kim Kardashian was asking for. Essentially, Kanye West is is asking for exactly what Kim Kardashian is asking for. So So, they worked this all out, basically. Well, kind of. But uh, TMZ sources noting now and we all know where TMZ sources come from chris jenner thank you chris multiple sources jenner (laughs) thank you that joint custody doesn't necessarily mean a 50 50 split Mm -hmm. of custody of their four children that's true that is exactly true yeah so they're gonna have to work out what joint custody means between themselves and they're not speaking spousal support from each other uh which is noted that that is not unexpected Mm -hmm. also kanye west wants each of the- hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. 
Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline parties to be responsible for their own legal fees. So essentially what this is saying is that Kim Kardashian, Kanye West, they're going to be taking care of their own business and that they got to kind of work out some of the details. Yeah. And I got to believe, I don't think that they, as a family unit, spent tons and tons of time together. I think it was very much in and out and kind of doing, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They're, They're used to a very different kind of family dynamic. Kids probably will barely notice. Oh, yeah. Well, right. And it's mom and dad were always one was always away. It didn't feel like a lot of time together. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I mean. Yeah. So, you know, the divorce moves on. Okay. Uh, the divorce between Dr. Dre and his estranged wife, Nicole Young. Well, that has a little bit more drama to it. His three mistresses are going to be testifying. In this Ooh, divorce they did, case. They did get that in. Yes. Uh, so these women, Jillian Spear, Keely Anderson, and Crystal Rogers, have all been called to testify in the Dr. Dre divorce case. And uh, apparently, uh, these women, there was a discovery referee in all of this, and the judge fined them for suggesting that as mistresses, they did not have pertinent information to a divorce. Mm-hmm. So this is pretty messy. Yeah, it really is. And I got to believe that the mistresses, not everybody wants their mistress status to be known. Oh, no. Heavens, you know, no. They, you know what I'm saying? No. Oh, yeah, because it's then not, you'll be known as the mistress to Dr. Dre. Exactly. Yeah, we never like look down our nose on the cheating husband. We look down on the mistress mm-hmm. or the other person. Right. But uh, I'm going to look down my nose at both of them. All right, fine. <laughs> well, now the attorney uh, representing the mistresses had previously argued that since California is a no-fault state in divorce, yeah, they shouldn't issues, have to shouldn't have to testify. That's it, right. That's right. That Dr. Dre's extramarital affairs do not matter unless it says so in the prenup. So unless it was like, "I'm a cheating dog." Here are the parameters for the for my uh, extramarital affairs in this prenup. But Dr. Dre has denied having an affair with at least one of these alleged mistresses. So he's mm-hmm. like, well, but one of them. So, oh, he was a busy guy. Mm-hmm. He, was he must busy. have had a lot of traveling time for work. <laughs> well, you know unquote. those yeah. beats by Dre. You know, how honey, I just have to go up to Cupertino to talk with uh, Tim Cook about my beats by Dre. Yes, you would have a million business excuses. Exactly. Usher is in the news today on Page6.com. Well, this is the lead story that Usher is being slammed for allegedly using fake money at a Las Vegas strip club. Okay, that ain't right. Thank you. So Serious? uh, Yes. Now, fake money, but you guys get this. This fake money, it wasn't just like fake money, but it was fake money with his own name and face on it. Oh, was he just playing around? Well, they're being dubbed Ush Bucks. 
Okay. By one person. Nobody wants Ushbucks. <laughs> I know, okay. but do you think he was just making it rain with Ushbucks or something? Or So what? Strippers want p- dancing ladies, dancing men you want... You assume it is strippers, Lori, that the fake money is being used for. I well, think it was at a strip club. Well, yes. Was uh, it? Allegedly. Okay, you knew more than me. <laughs> oh. I didn't know that. Uh, now, this alleged counterfeit cash apparently came in denominations of 120 and $1, and they had previously popped up on Usher's social media accounts. <laughs> it's like bringing monopo- Monopoly yeah. money. So <laughs> insulting. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and Julie, today I'm going to use my $500 orange bills for Monopoly. Oh. Yeah, it was like he wanted Broadway with Baltic Avenue money. No, right. you can't do that. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my gosh. At least when we saw Neo make it rain, it was we did. $5 bills. We literally saw that. Oh, now that would be a sight to I think it was five. It was unbelievable. Was We'd never seen it before. It was a new nightclub that opened in the Planet Hollywood. Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Julia in the morning, she's like, Lori, why are there all these ones and fives everywhere? And I'm mm-hmm. like, don't you remember? <laughs> It was raining, and I was picking up the money. Oh, God. It's unbelievable. Oh, well, this digital paper trail, Page Six is reporting, it began with a woman on Instagram who posted pictures of the money she had allegedly been given to Usher by her to her private account. So a friend of hers shared it, tagged both the strip club, which was at the Sapphire Las Vegas, and then it appeared on the gossip site The Shade Room, and then they shared it on their Instagram, and then it goes from there, and somebody questioning Usher throwing fake money at a strip club to hardworking women. Yeah, that's not right, because you know what? The PPE loans could not go to any businesses that were quote-unquote adult entertainers, right. even though they're legal businesses, they pay taxes, government was judging, and so all those places and those employees couldn't get any, there was no PPE right. assistance. Right. It's now, really kind of maddening that he would do that. Yeah, well, uh, uh, the marketing director at Sapphire Las Vegas told Page Six that Usher was a true gentleman and a great guest at the club and that he and his crew converted thousands of real dollars to tip the girls dancing on the stage and left a generous tip oh, for the staff. So he was just doing it for fun and they, they he gave a big tip at the end. Well, and I suppose, you no know... No pun intended. Thank you, Lori. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you very much. <laughs> but Sex Monday is the next segment. Yeah, right, we still have 20 right. seconds here. Um, but uh, apparently someone in his team left Usher dollars on the floor to promote his Vegas residency. Oh. However, that is a cruel trick because if you're, you know, that you're thinking, oh, wow, I got a big payday from Usher and company. They made it rain for me. And then you pick it up and it's the Monopoly money. That's sad. Yeah. Well, it seems like they could come up with a better promotion. I than think that. so too. Why Their not? Promotion... Why not throw out the beads from Mardi Gras? Yeah. yeah come up with a better <laughs> social media <laughs> strategy. He's got a lazy team. Oh my there. gosh. <laughs> and uh, that's the dirt for today. All right. All right. Uh, here's a serious question to ponder on all right. this Sex Monday. For Rocco, everybody. are you listening? I'm all right. ready to get sexy. All yeah. right. Well, this is, it's just something, like, we probably don't even really think about it. And I have to thank, um, I have to thank Maud, which is a company, and Dakota Johnson is the spokesperson for Maud. And she's bringing up a good point. Because vibrators, why, she said we should not call, refer to them as sex toys. Because... 
if you think about it, what is a toy? It is a plaything. It is a game. It is a doll. It's something little. It can be just something cute. It what can... does she want us to call them? Sex partners? No, no, no. She just said that the language around women's sexual um, products being referred to as sex toys is it's a connotation that trivializes what they are. Because let's face it, 50% of women have experience with vibrators. The other 50% are too young. Okay. <laughs> Don't know about them yet. Don't know about them yet. So, uh, because it trivializes the idea of sexual wellness or uh, the satisfaction and needs that people can achieve with a vibrator, that it makes it seem silly uh, it seems like it's make believe, you know, all the things that go along. So they are really, they really are trying to um, get people to stop calling them. What would toys we call them? Instead? What well, we, call we them? could call them. You know, you can. I mean, we can just call them our vibrators. We okay. can call them our gadget, our tool, our appliance, our instrument, our device. I don't know, but a toy is such a. You see what I'm I saying? I understand what you're saying, but I think. Uh, tomato, tomato. Well, it's an it's outdated language. Okay, it's outdated language is what it is because we don't refer to anything with with uh, guys stuff. You know, well, we, like well, we what what do, what are guys stuff first of all that you would even refer to? Well, you would just say you could say a blank ring, a rock <laughs> ring. Okay, okay that's, well, that's a specific. Okay, so right, but I'm just would saying that be that a, it's not a it's penis got a toy. manly name to it. You know, it's got this thing a strength name to call. Sex toys, which are for women, toys. Uh, but you don't think sex toys is is uh, I go. I think that goes either way for men or women. Well, I've yes, never I thought mean, of it as being a female gender thing at right, all. Right, but we call you know like we specifically for vibrators. Okay, being called sex toys. Okay, because they just call butt plugs butt plugs. Well, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, and toys are for kids. Yeah, right. should keep anything kind of sexual away from. The, I just never kids. thought of them as gender specific well, at all. Not, I just put them all in the same umbrella. No. Sexual were, enhancement stuff, it, sex toys. I, I had it all under I the agree. same I umbrella. Think the point, we're not even talking about gender. Issues. She's mm-hmm. talking about anything that's called a sex toy. Maybe we should come up with a different name for it. Got she, it. According to uh, Dakota and the, uh, she's Maud. And Maud, she is an investor in Maud. Um, she said, for too long, sexual health has been poorly marketed, hyper-aggressive, and highly gendered. I would agree with that yeah, part of and it. And so she said, uh, vibrators have been called toys. It just trivializes their basic benefit. And um, it's like a juvenile novelty. And it's being it's just kind of a stigma because also sex toys as an entity like that is banned on Facebook, for example. You know, got it, got so, it, got it. Is she da- all right? So all right. anyway, I think she has a point. So I went to uh, Mod's website, okay. And now I they vibrator one hundred and one, which I, I mean, fine. I'll go back to the beginning. It's always good to brush upon your basics. <laughs> um, what do we need to know? Well, you know what you need to know, Julia, about vibrators. Well, they call them devices, and I'm not really happy about the word devices because. Um, I think of my phone so or an so iPad a TV, or Kindle. I do too. Or I, I don't think yeah. of a vibrator as a device, so I yep. think they need to go back to the drawing board, but yep. I like their okay. website. But here they describe, like, here's something, Vibe. 
It's a three-speed USB charge, powerful flutter tip. Okay. Key marketing words. Okay. Personal massager. Its shape and flutter tip are designed for focus stimulation. Vibe can be used solo or with a partner. I like the idea and the look of this. And it's just called Vibe. But I wish they'd get... I, devices, that's a weird name, but... Because a medical is a medical device. device like a, yeah, yeah, Like yeah. a heart That transplant. almost seems just like my one thing. If I were counseling them... Right. Oh, I God, would say, here we go. I would say ditch that. But, but device sounds very... And it's only $45. Uh, and you remember, you're getting the flutter tip. Three speeds <laughs> with the USB plug-in. That's right. Mm-hmm. And so they have a couple of... Uh, uh, Do you think this is kind of interesting mm-hmm. to me because I know Gwyneth in the goop area are yes. getting into personal um, enhancement products, yes. enjoyment products, right. whatever we're going to call them, fluttering products right. that so went make make you flutter. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder, it's kind of interesting that she has a partnership because yes, she dates her ex-husband. Yeah. Well, I'm sure Chris Martin said, listen, Dakota, you're way more fun in bed than Gwyneth ever was. Please get into the personal care. Oh, I'm sure that's exactly how it was done. Because if you remember correctly, Gwyneth Paltrow always said he wasn't very sexual experienced when I met him. And I had to teach him things. Don't you remember that? That's like what Ava Longoria said of Tony Parker. That's what Gwyneth Paltrow said of Coldplay guy, very, Chris Martin. Very, very rude. Very rude to say about your partner anywhere, yeah. much less in a public forum. So what he said privately, don't worry, she just kind of laid there anyway. <laughs> Go get her, be, Tiger. You'll be better. Go but get Mod her. Mod is an interesting, you know, name, but that's what it is. But and I, then there's Mod. And then there's Mod. And then there's Mod. I'm going to sign up, Julia. Oh, I can't uh, for, wait. For, for fun updates and promotions, and maybe I can... Talk to somebody about using the flutter. You don't you just call them vibrators or massagers or whatever. But devices yeah. is not the right. Word. No, I know. But I think that we just have always called them. Vibrators. We're not going to call them sex toys. No, that's never passing over. Let's Fine. now. Right. Can you get a UTI from a vibrator as long as we're on vibrator? Please do tell because those are expensive. You have to be on serious medication. A to get rid of a tract urinary infection. tract infection, mm-hmm. which. Everyone gets every honeymoon I've ever had. Everyone gets one of those from one time to another. (laughs) Yep. The honeymoon Mm. UTI is a very real Mm. thing. Lots of use. Especially if you're going on a warm vacation (laughs) Uh and everything is moist all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, you are supposed to. Uh, you got to. You're supposed to. You are wash supposed off to, your sexual. Yeah. Enhance your sexual enhancers. That's right, and okay. avoid the porous toys. Well, duh, gross. Just saying, some people like porous for the flexibility. You got to be real careful with cleaning them. Anyway, talk to the smitten. And kitten. they and they have cleaning <laughs> products for them. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Okay, now. I just, this story made me laugh <laughs> so much. It's not really human sexuality. Now we're going into, you know, how Turtle sexuality. Are, no, but you know, okay. So like the Essex serpent is being filmed right now in England, I think. And, um, what's her name? Carrie from Homeland. Claire Danes yes. is the lead in that. And I, I don't, don't even know. This is a, the, the, oh, it was a hot book like four years ago, the Essex serpent. And it's about this English town and they spot like a Loch Ness monster. Okay. I couldn't even finish the book. Drew. I, I couldn't be happier. I, it's just going to be a movie. No, it just sounds like a horrible book to me. 
But it was very wildly popular. So I see the cover. Do you see it? Do you recognize it? Yeah, Only 72% of people liked it. But it's an English book. It was a dense book. Anyway, a surprising number. Once I realized, okay, it's going to be a movie, I go down this path. What is the story I find? A surprising number of sea monster sightings in many different places that become legend. Sure. Loch Ness. Yeah. Now, I don't know if that explains Is there a Loch Ness Monster sex dreams? Whale erections. <laughs> okay. Yep. <laughs> Whale erections happen and people mistake them. Uh, Who? By whales? The, the whale erection looks like an undulating monster. Like nobody has seen it. <laughs> I'm looking it up. Yeah. So you Krakens, sea serpents, mermaids, all of it. All of it. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people. And you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Oh, I see it. Okay. I'm, I'm missing it. It's like a kind of a big, pink, curvy Loch Ness looking thing. Yeah. But how big is it? Big, Julia. Real, real big. Big enough that they look like serpents and snakes and everything else. And it's whale stiffies. That's what it is. Oh, really? I see it too. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Yes. And um, so Looks they just like Nessie. Yes, <laughs> I am. Telling that is you, weird. It 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 brought me joy to know this story <laughs> because we are sea singing shanty people. We oh, are. That's right. We, we are. did do a sea that's shanty. Right. We're this well year known for our man. Uh huh. We are not known for our enjoying rum during the show, even though sometimes it sounds like we're enjoying rum. But trust me, we're not. <laughs> trust me, we're not. Anyway, but yeah, the, the Kraken. Uh, mm-hmm. Release, Release the, the kraken. kraken. The kraken. Well, that that, that was a whale erection. Okay, more than and that, and that thing that you were telling me, the Essex of Serpent book, it's starring Claire Danes and Tom Hiddleston. Yes, she looks horrible. I don't like that look. She's got this. I don't like the look of that. 1780s. I, this, I, 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 I do better in the 1800s right. when there was a little sun. No, she pale. looks pale and red and yeah. Not well fed. Hard no, time. It looks doesn't look Hard good to time. me. All right, listen, we'll be uh, back. Oh, I've got kind of a gossipy, gossipy, gossipy story about reggae rompe. Oh yeah, it's a good one. Well, some very English Bridgerton tea is being spilled to page six about reggae Jean Page. So mm-hmm. he is the Duke of Hastings in the delightful Bridgerton, the breakout star. He and Phoebe um Bridges. I can't. It isn't. I that can't isn't her name. last name. I can't either. D- I, I can spell it, D- but I don't know how to pronounce it. Something French. Phoebe. Mm-hmm. Her. Yeah. Anyway, so we had speculated he's got a pretty. He is all. He was the breakout star. He's filming The Gray Man in Prague with Ryan Gosling. COVID restrictions. We thought we, yeah, quarantine restrictions that. is why he wasn't coming back for season two. Oh, we, we know were. he was going to have a lesser role in season two because of the None nature. None of that is true, Julia. Listen to this. They could have worked around him, and he was going to get paid fifty thousand. Per episode. episode. Wow. And he was only going to have to be in like two or three. Okay. 
But but the reason he isn't returning is okay. he did not like what the producers had planned for the Duke of Hastings. We knew this in the bottom of our heart. He just wants to be a movie star. Yeah, I know he does. But he's silly about it. I but, think this is a dumb move. Yeah, he had creative differences with Shonda. And Rhymes. Shonda Rhimes, when he left, she just said something. We will always have the Duke of Hastings to re-binge and watch over and over again uh-huh. in the first season. And that's all she said. Okay. The the source said Reggae wasn't happy with what was planned for his character for season two, which would have kept him a player, but not the focal point of the show. Well, right. He's been inundated with offers for other interesting and challenging leading roles. If you look at the big names who've left all of Rhyme's shows, think Grey's Anatomy in the past, you see you don't disagree with Shonda. Nobody is bigger than the show. Adding that reggae left on good terms despite the creative difference. And it was watched by 82 million people. I mean, that's unbelievable. And he was an overnight global I, I know it. Drop. I can't. So anyway, he, but I guess even though they, they, wanted, they wanted him to be on there. I know it, but why is he being such a baby? Because he wants to flex his um, muscles, versatility yep. as an actor across a range of roles, and he didn't want to get pegged in that one thing. And he wants to do movies, even though right now in my book, movies and TV are on the same level. They totally are on the same level. I I I don't get that at yeah. all. I don't so, get that. But at all. he is going to get ready to film with Chris Pine, Dungeons and Dragons, and apparently his. Uh, his agent is very, very one of the busiest people in Hollywood. They one watch, of the yeah. busiest in the country at this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a beef to pick with the Academy <laughs> again. The Oscars, if they're interested, you know they're listening. Yeah, um, they are. Hello, Academy. Hello, Academy. So they got all the people who live in Beverly Hills to be presenters. Right, all the of people course. they think are a list. So right. Brad Pitt, but he's returning because he won last year. Reese Witherspoon, you got to invite her to everything. Renee Zellweger, she won an Oscar yep. last year. Rita Moreno, um, that checks old Hollywood. Yep, and then yep. she's on one day at a time, and she's mm-hmm. just a spark plug. Marley Matlin, Harrison Ford, Regina King, Halle Berry, Angela Bassett, Brian Cranston, Zendaya. I have no problem with any of this, but I wish they would ask some people... Like Rosie Perez, who was nominated for an Oscar 10 years ago. She hasn't been invited back. In the flight attendant. I mean, I wish they would like branch out and go reach to like some of the amazing character actors that we know and other. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's always I feel like we always see the same quote unquote cool kids. We do. Yeah, I know. We do see the cool kids. And uh, a, a gossip columnist that we like, uh, Lainey Gossip. Yes. She said the interesting way that uh, Hollywood people are going to flex um, if they're A-list or not is whether or not they can demand their movie be released in a theater oh. and not go to streaming. Okay. She said that's, that's going to be, be the new muscle. The new power play. And, okay. she, and she said when Paramount uh, shuffled the release calendar on Friday and pushed up Top Gun Maverick from July to November, which pushed Mission Impossible 7 to March of 2022 and Mission Impossible 8 to July of 2022, 23 then they're moving all this stuff but the big takeaway is paramount cannot afford to alienate tom cruise he wants his movies to show in movie theaters theaters. he thinks he's the defender of movie theaters i kind of appreciate that because i also will say those movies are movie theater movies yeah 
I mean, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with well, this is because I don't want to sit in my house every weekend. Yeah, this is what Lainey said. It's only a matter of time before we see new film deals announced with clauses about theatrical exclusivity. It'll be interesting seeing interesting to see which stars can get that yeah. in their deal. And she said Tom is keeping all of his movies for theaters. John Krasinski's held up for A Quiet Place. Ryan Reynolds plays Netflix and movie theaters. But she just said that will be, that's her prediction, that the biggest stars I I like that because that. because I don't want the movie theater experience to go away. I right. appreciate that everyone's gotten to see things because of the mm-hmm. flexibility of everything going on. But, I mean... That's kind of like an old school tradition. Be, I like that. She, well, look at that. We have not, you know, we've known the Bond movie's been ready to go for two years. Yeah. That's not coming out anytime soon. No. But she said it'll be an actor's importance and that'll be a new... Like, a new tier. A new tier. Yeah, I get it. In the power I kind of like that in the power play. Yep. Yeah. So, anyways. So I kind of like that. It's just like it's the new power play high school cafeteria move. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be um, sign or in this movie unless it's shown in a movie theater. If you feel I look better it on like the that. big screen, baby. Yeah. Put me there. Julia, tomorrow, in honor of Hugh Grant and being so delightful Bridget, at the BAFTAs yesterday, Bridget Jones' Diaries turned 20. I've already read over the weekend so many stories about it. That Let's go down Bridget Jones' please, highway tomorrow. Because that, to me, when that movie came out, I couldn't have been so more delighted... I thought she was so relatable. I th- yes. Everything about that first movie was just fun. Rocco, please tell us you've seen. Have that you movie. seen it? No, never. I okay, no. no. Oh, so, Rocco. No, okay, that, 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 that. I don't. That movie. <laughs> what am I doing on this show? No, I don't well, know, but that movie is. I think you would like it. Gacy I think that movie. you would like it. It was. It's. It still works because I've watched it recently. Yeah. Because well, I've got we're some breaking Rocco into Barbara Streisand and funny. <laughs> I know one thing at a time. One thing at yes. a time. I know. It. Otherwise, he's like going to have these thoughts. What am I doing on the show? That's right. You should give me assignments. I like this. All right, Bridget Jones Diary. Okay. I'm All in. right.